episode of the Speak Plainly podcast where we speak plainly about things that matter. I am your host, Owl Medicine, and I would like to apologize for being gone last week. I wound up getting sick, so you can probably hear a little bit of it in my voice. Luckily, through the power of editing, you won't have to hear me coughing and hacking. But this week is Christmas week. A week from today, I'm recording on Sunday, a week from today is Christmas. And you know what that means? Tons of things. It means all kinds of things. Um, And for me, I woke up really sad today. I cried a lot this morning. This is my first Christmas without my best friend. And that's really hard. So... Knowing that that's really hard, I have decided to do the best thing that I can do for myself, which is to kind of cope ahead a little bit. Um, I should have coped ahead a few weeks ago, but I didn't. And I normally, I normally celebrate Christmassy stuff. I guess it's not even celebrate. I, I depend on. Christmas spirit to kind of get me through Christmas. <laughs> I depend on holiday cheer to prevent me from falling into a darker depression. I don't know if anybody else I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but it is a very very real thing. And I was like I said just so sad this morning. I I immediately recognized why I just really miss Key. I miss her so much. I really wish that she was here with me. The puppy that Michael is fostering is awesome. She's so sweet, but she's not Key, and she just keeps reminding me of Key, and I'm happy that I get to remember her, but it's still really hard. And a song popped into my head this morning, one that has been my theme for Christmas for the past couple of years, and it's never been more true than this week. So that song, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it sounds like this. the halls again now for we need a little christmas right this very minute candles in the window candles in the spirit yes we need a little christmas right this very minute it hasn't snowed a single flurry but santa dear we're in a hurry so yeah, that's that's how my Christmas. That's my Christmas spirit this year and last year. That song I love so much. It really captures what I like need from Christmas for myself. I haven't done any decorations or anything because it's just been really hectic for me. I was signing up for school and then a bunch of things went wrong with that. Um, so now it seems like that won't be happening. But And then I got sick. So I have done zero decorations. I've gotten some stuff ordered, um, gotten most of that in now for Christmas presents. But today... My only goal after recording this podcast is I'm going to go get a bunch of decorations for Christmas. And luckily, since it's the week of Christmas, everything's already on sale. All the Christmas junk is on sale. I'm not going to go spend a ton of money, but this 
is actually a strategy that they taught me in my cognitive behavioral therapy course. Or actually, it was a delectical behavioral therapy course. I went through this awesome six-month course that of, of DBT, and they taught all kinds of neat little skills. And this one is a very... It's a very common, totally innate thing that we all do, but with most good therapeutic interventions, that's what they support is leaning into the things that we already naturally do. That way, there's the least kind of resistance to us making the changes that we want to make in our lives. But there is this section under emotion regulation where... One of the things that we can and all of us do, even if we aren't aware of it, is we try to collect little happies. And, I mean, that's what I call them. I call them little happies. There's nothing I can do about Key not being here. And that's a big part of my holiday sadness this year. Now, I'm sad at the holidays every year, but... She was my best friend on the planet. And I miss her so much. And it's just that much harder this year to not have her. And so, since I can't do anything about the thing that really is making me sad, if I want to be able to enjoy this holiday, and I do, I at least want to not slip into a depression, right? So if I'm going to really enjoy this holiday and not slip into a depression, then I'm just going to collect happies. And there's a million ways to do that. You can collect happies in a, a million different ways. One of the neat things about the uh, the program that I, I went through, you can order this book online. I actually did before the, before the program. You can order the uh, DBT workbook um, online, and it's, it's decently cheap, and it's kind of useful. But one of the pages has 161 little bullet points of things that are pleasant events. They just call them a pleasant event list. And I'll read some of these for you. One, working on my car. Two, planning a career. Three, get out of or paying down debt. Four, collecting things. Five, going on vacation. Six, thinking how it will be when I finish school. Seven, recycling old items. Eight, going on a date. Nine, relaxing. Ten, going to or watching a movie. You're, there's also jogging and walking, um, thinking, I have done a full, a full day's work, listening to music, thinking about past parties, buying household gadgets, lying in the sun, planning a career change, laughing, thinking about past trips, listening to other people, reading magazines and newspapers, engaging in hobbies, spending the evening with good friends, planning a daily, a daily activity, meeting new people, remembering the beautiful scenery, saving money, going home from work, eating, practicing karate, judo, yoga, thinking about retirement... And that was just like 30. So there's a thousand things that we can do, right? And I know that I like decorating for Christmas. So that's what I'm going to do today. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the little things that we can do to help us through our dark nights. Now, Christmas isn't exactly the dark night of the soul, not 
every year anyway. It certainly can be. It can certainly feel like that dark night of the soul at times, and maybe we do have a dark night of the soul during Christmas. It is the dark it is the darkest of the year and I do know that that's a big part of it for me. For me, I know that my body is solar powered but my brain is nocturnal. And so I get lots of good ideas and that sort of thing at night or when the sun's down. But I don't want to do shit. I don't want to do a damn thing when it's dark or when the sun's just not out. I'm not motivated that way. And as I covered last year, we know that the Christmas story is actually an astrological story, right? Like Jesus, the son, literally the son, died and was buried for three days. The three days between the solstice and when the sun starts rising again, which is the 25th. So... It makes sense that I always get depressed this part of the year because I don't want to do anything. I'm not motivated to do anything. I still force myself to do stuff, but I don't wind up forcing myself to do enough physical stuff. And I pay for it. So this is the way I'm getting around it. And this is what I want to encourage you to do this week during Christmas or any other time that you know you're about to deal with a situation that is gonna suck and there's nothing that you can do about it to make it suck less like uh, directly holidays have always been hard but the reason this one's especially hard is because key's gone i can't do anything about that but what i can do is accumulate little happies and so today i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna get a um a stocking for key and i'm gonna fill it um i didn't want to do that before because it just felt weird but today i was just like you know what i have to like i these things they sound nice and i'm gonna do them just because they sound nice even if if, even if some of it has to go on a credit card or something i'm not a fan of spending a bunch of money on christmas and i'm definitely not a fan of going into debt to spend money on christmas but i will put a little bit of debt on my credit card to make sure that i am Keeping my head above water as far as my outlook on life. And this is why it's really important to know thyself, right? Like, this is why you have to get to know who you are, the things that you like, and how certain stuff affects you. I know that Christmas is hard for me. And I know that there are little things that I can do to make myself feel better. And some of them are just like collecting these little happies. And then some of the happies are less little and they're more powerful because I I know that they're good for me. So when I got back from shopping yesterday, I actually wound up doing a little bit of yoga and I'm happy that I did because it moved my physical body and the thing is is I didn't want to do it I didn't actually want to go shopping either I didn't want to do those things and if you can't tell I'm re-recording more of this the following morning because it just felt kind of it it felt unresolved it felt a little empty the way I had left it last night so 
the big key for me this week is doing what I know I need to do despite whether I want to do it. Like, I want there to just be holiday spirit in me. I want my house to just be decorated. I don't want to actually do it. I certainly don't want to spend money on doing it, but I'm willing to because I know that those little happies and these little things that I can do to make myself feel better are ultimately some of the most powerful tools that I have in my toolkit because I can do them anytime, any place, anywhere, to any situation, right? So it's a universal tool and that's really helpful. That's really helpful for me. So I encourage you to get to know yourself and see what the things are that you know that you can do. Find yourself some little happies. And by the way, I turned the page in that little book where it was 161 individual items. I forgot. I didn't notice on the bottom right hand corner. It said continued on the next page. So there's actually 225 of them listed in this little book, which is great. The book is awesome. It's it's pretty it's not complete, but it's pretty exhaustive. So for me, this week, I'm going to continue to do little things that I know are good for me. Little things that I know will help me feel better. And the big key is I'm going to do them whether I feel like doing them or not. Because I also don't feel like continuing the blues, my holiday blues, you know? I, I don't feel like continuing the holiday blues. It doesn't sound like a fun time. Yet, all of my instincts push me toward that. Like, it's really dumb. All of my instincts when I'm in this place, and this is what depression is, and I'm not like in a, in a full-on depressive episode, but I get blue. I get blue at the holidays, and I'm really sad. I miss Key. And when we're in that space, when we're blue and we're down, our, our emotional mind and our rational mind want to keep going down the track that they are on. Always. The rational mind wants to continue thinking even when all it's doing is causing anxiety. And our emotional mind wants us to keep feeling blue because that's what it does. And it's dumb. You know, on this podcast, I've talked many times about it. I don't think anything about the innate human experience is dumb or that our biology is dumb. There's wisdom in all of it. But damn it, it's dumb. It's dumb because I don't want it to be like this all of the time. I really don't. And I can't do anything about that. So I just have to make sure that I do what I need to do when I need to do it, whether I feel like doing it or not. So I have to force myself to do physical stuff. And it's one of the reasons I love doing this podcast because I'm just a very honest person. And when I'm honest with you guys, I wind up calling myself out. Like yesterday when I said that yesterday slash earlier in this episode, and it was like, I don't push myself to do as many physical things as I should. And I didn't even recognize that I was doing that until I said it out loud. So I really appreciate like this opportunity to be held accountable to my own crap. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing this week. And I hope that you do the same. I hope that there are things in your life that you know make you feel better. And we all know that movement, exercise, breaking a sweat, releases endorphins. If you don't want to do those things, then dance, man. 
dance, turn on some fun dance music and dance your little booty off, flood your whole body with endorphins, get your blood moving, break a sweat, enjoy your body. Enjoy the body that you're in. I did my little Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga movement. They call it Yochi. Um, there's only one lady doing it. She's an acupuncturist, but I really like her little video. It's gentle. It's a nice little thing for me in the morning. I used to do Ashtanga every morning, but that's an hour and a half of extreme effort and I just don't want to do that. So I have I have done more physical movement, just not as extreme. And it works for me for now. And I I'm actually going to do a shorter version, like a 30-minute Ashtanga later, because I've actually been off of coffee for over a week now. And like I've only had decaf a couple of times. And I don't have nearly as much energy as I'm used to. So I'm 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 trying to adapt to that. And that's hard too. I don't I don't know why I do this, but it seems like right now might not be the greatest time to get off of coffee because of all the other things that are happening. But also, I do know that coffee gives me anxiety a little bit if I have too much or if I don't use it properly. So maybe it's just fine. Maybe, just maybe, I don't need to judge every single decision that I make as a good or a bad one and plan for the future accordingly. I'm not great at that, but... I'm getting better. So this week, I don't know what you guys are heading into. I don't know what your family situation is like. I don't know what your holiday situation is like. If you're heading in to go see crazy Uncle Tommy or if you're far away from your family. And if you are far away from your family and you don't have anyone to celebrate with, just know that I love you and you are awesome. You don't need your family to be thankful and to celebrate a new year because for me this is kind of the beginning of the new year i know there it's january 1st and all of that but that doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me that's just some random ass day because we broke stuff up into 12 months and 30 days approx so i don't know what it is that y'all are heading into but This time of year is hard for most folks. I know it's hard for me, and if it's hard for you, my heart goes out to you. My advice is that you reflect on the things that you know, reflect on the stuff that you've gotten from this podcast, from other podcasts, from self-help books, from TikTok or Instagram or whatever, that you find those things that really, that help you. Some of them feel good, and they help and some of them are a little harder and they usually help more so my advice is do a bunch of the little feel-good ones to collect your happy and once you collect your happy it's that much easier to do the hard stuff and if you can't bring yourself to do those things dance 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 there there's an article up on decolonized healthcare that was um, written a few months last month and 
it's all about dance and the power of dance. There's quite a few articles linked in there to scientific studies that show there is a massive benefit for almost every single person, if not every single person, who breaks a sweat dancing. And you don't need to be good at it. That's the best part. Turn on some music. Turn on Angelo Lansbury. Because we need a little Christmas right this very minute. And have a good time. That's what I'm going to do. This is going to be a really short episode because there's nothing really else to say outside of you cannot wait on motivation. Motivation is a fickle, fickle bitch. She never shows up when you need her. Ever. You cannot depend on your motivation. You cannot depend on wanting to do these things for yourself to make yourself feel better. If you do that, you will never be able to crawl out of the hole that you're in. Period. So don't sit around and wait on motivation. She a fickle bitch. Don't do it. You will regret it. Don't do it. All right. That's everything I've got to say this week. Thank you for listening. I know this is a short episode. Before this episode is over, I wanted to do a shout out to two awesome people. One is my buddy Nick Harlan. He has supported me and really, really pushed me to start this podcast and really, really pushed me to start this podcast. I am so, so thankful that he did. So shout out to you, Nick. I miss you. You're dope. Uh, We've known each other since I joined the military. We met when we were 18 years old, 19 maybe. The next person is, I want to give a shout out to Cyril. Cyril bought me a couple of coffees the other day and it really that was an amazing little happy that was the first time that somebody has donated for the podcast that was the first time somebody has donated for the podcast and thank you Cyril it just it warms my heart that I have provided some value in your life uh, that you felt generous enough to do that for me thank you very much that's so incredibly sweet for everybody else thank you for listening this can be a rough week so keep your head up do not wait on motivation because she a fickle fickle bitch Run around. Find your list of little happies. Get yourself a decaf latte. Get cinnamon on top. Put sugar in something. Really, do what you gotta do to keep your chin up because nothing, and I mean nothing, is worth losing your peace. And if you gotta bump your happies up to keep some peace like I do this week, baby, you are not alone. I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening. And remember, stay curious and stay uncomfortable.